हेलो दिस इज अनवि फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज फ्राइडे दफ्टर अ सी बी आई रेट एट हिस हाउस लास्ट वीक कांग्रेस लीडर कार्ति चिदम्बरम हैज रिटर्न टू द स्पीकर ऑफ लोकसभा ओम बिरला अलेजिंग दैट इज प्रिविलेजेस एंड राइट एज अ पार्लियामेंटेरियन वर ब्रीच एन डी टीवी रिपोर्टेड शेयरिंग हिज लेटर ऑन ट्विटर ही रोट एंड आई कोट I have written to the honorable Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla bringing to his attention the gross breach of parliamentary privilege by the CBI unquote In his letter he alleged that he was a victim of quote unquote grossly illegal and patently unconstitutional action Chitambaram was booked by the CBI on May 17th and his house along with his office was raided The CBI had accused the son of former finance minister P Chitambaram of taking rupees 50 lakh as bribe along with his close aide S Bhaskar Raman by a top executive of a company which was setting up a power plant in Punjab however in his letter to birla today karthi has claimed and i quote the central bureau of investigation in the garb of conducting an investigation into an 11 year old decision of the government of india in which i have absolutely no involvement raided my residence in delhi unquote He added that highly confidential and sensitive personal notes and papers pertaining to the parliamentary standing committee for information and technology of which he is a member were also seized by some officers of the CBI. He said that these actions by the central agency quote amount to a direct assault upon the democratic principles on which our parliament is founded. Unquote. He asked that the house must take immediate cognizance of the issue. Business today reported On Thursday, Karthi was questioned by the CBI at the investigation agency's headquarters. The questioning was done in a case pertaining to alleged corruption for visas for Chinese nationals. Later in the day, Delhi's Rouse Avenue court had granted him interim protection from arrest till May 30th. Economic Times reported. Four suspected Lashkar-e-Taiba militants, including two who were allegedly involved in killing a female TV artist, were killed in two separate encounters in Pulwama and Srinagar districts of Jammu and Kashmir. Police said on Friday, PTI reported. According to Greater Kashmir, the two separate gunfights took place in Avantipura area of Pulwama and Saura Srinagar. Inspector General of Police Vijay Kumar said and I quote Both killed were newly joined local militants identified as Shahid Mushtaq Bhatt a resident of Hafru Chandura Badgam and Farhan Habib a resident of Hakirpura Pulwama they had killed TV artist on the instruction of Lashkar-e-Taiba commander Latif one AK56 rifle four magazines and a pistol were recovered unquote the hindu reported the 35 year old Amreen Bhatt a TV artist was killed on Wednesday Her 10-year-old nephew was also injured in the firing. The IGP of Kashmir said and I quote, "Heinous murder of the late Amreen Bhatt was solved in 24 hours." Unquote. In a statement issued after the latest encounter, IGP of Kashmir Vijay Kumar claimed that 10 militants, including 3 from Jaish-e-Mohammed and 7 from Lashkar-e-Taiba, have been killed in the last 3 days in Kashmir Valley. Indian author Gitanjali Shri has won the International Booker Prize for the English translation of her book Tomb of Sand. The 64-year-old author originally hails from Uttar Pradesh. It was the first Hindi book to be shortlisted for the Booker Prize and also the first Indian language book to win it. 
the original version is called Reet Samadhi. It was translated from Hindi to English by Daisy Rockwell, who will share the prize money equally with the author. The book traces the transformative journey of Ma, who becomes depressed after the death of her husband. She then decides to travel to Pakistan, confronting trauma that has remained unresolved since she was a teenager who survived the partition. Upon her win, Gitanjali said, and I quote, There is a melancholy satisfaction in the award going to it. Reet Samadhi or Tomb of Sand is an elegy for the world we inhabit, a lasting energy that retains hope in the face of impending doom. The booker will surely take it to many more people than it would have reached otherwise. That should do the book no harm. Unquote. Indian Express reported. She also said that behind her and this book lied a rich and flourishing literary tradition in Hindi and in other South Asian languages. Rockwell, the translator, said Tomb of Sand was one of the most difficult works she has ever translated because of the quote-unquote experimental nature of Sri's writing and her quote, unique use of language, unquote. But she added that the experience was also great fun and liberating, BBC reported. The Sahitya Academy congratulated the author on Twitter. They wrote, and I quote, Hearty congratulations to Gitanjali Shriji and Shri Daisy for winning the International Booker Prize 2022. This is a big boost to the literary translations in India and Tomb of Sand showcases the depth and richness of literature in various languages of India. Unquote. After two IAS officers from Delhi were transferred to Ladakh and Arunachal Pradesh for misuse of their official position, leaders from these states have attacked the decision to punish the offending officers by choosing these locations. The case pertains to a story broken first by the Indian Express. The report claimed that the Tyagraj Stadium in New Delhi was being closed for sports activities earlier than usual so that Officer Sanjeev Khirwar could walk his dog at the facility. Official sources told news agency PTI that the Home Ministry had sought a report from Delhi Chief Secretary on the news report regarding the misuse of facilities at Thyagrat Stadium by Khirwar and his wife. The photo of the IAS couple walking their dog on empty ground went viral on Thursday, and the subsequent transfer order from the centre was seen as a punishment posting by many. Officer Rinku Dugga, as a result, has been transferred to Arunachal Pradesh and her husband, Officer Sanjeev Khirwar, has been ordered to move to Ladakh. This step comes as a quote-unquote punishment for their transgression. Khirwar was a senior officer of the Delhi government and secretary of the Environment Department. Rinku Dugga was the secretary of Land and Building, Delhi government. Trinamool Congress Lok Sabha MP Mahua Moitra has accused the Ministry of Home Affairs as only paying lip service to the North East, Hindustan Times reported. Moitra tweeted early morning today and I quote, Why shame Arunachal by transferring errant Delhi bureaucrat here? Why pay lip service to the North East and then treat area like a dump for your rubbish, MHA? Please protest, unquote. She tagged Union Minister Kiran Rijiju, and Arunachal Pradesh Chief Minister Pema Khandu in her post. Whereas former Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister and National Conference Leader Omar Abdullah on Thursday tweeted and I quote, Why are people calling Ladakh a punishment posting? For one, it's a beautiful place with very hospitable people and some stunning places to visit. And secondly, it's demoralizing for the people there 
to be given the impression that officers only get sent as a punishment. Unquote. Listeners, before I give you updates on the ongoing crisis in Ukraine, let me ask you, how do you get your news? Social media or newspapers or television? Most people rely on TV news channels to get their news. But what they get in return is a lot of noise as they all compete to gain the top TRPs. One such channel used the noise of Russia-Ukraine war to rise to the top of the leaderboard. TV9 Bharatwarsh went all out and all but claimed a world war with the reportage and covering of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And according to viewership ratings, calculated by the Broadcast Audience Research Council, this is precisely what the audience wants. Read my colleague Tanishka Sodhi's report, titled, From Day One, We Captured the Audience, How TV9 Bharatwarsh War Coverage Took It to the Top to Know How the Race for TRPs Often Lead to Manufacturing Content. Listeners, their over-the-top, misleading coverage is what's wrong with the ad-driven business model of media today and why we need media that's funded by subscribers. So if you like the report, do consider subscribing to News Laundry. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you aren't already a part of our ad-free system, subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from Rs 300 a month. Moscow-backed separatist groups in Ukraine said on Friday they had captured Lyman, a strategic town that sits on a road leading to key eastern cities still under Kyiv's control, AFP reported. According to Reuters, Lyman, a key railway hub, has been a major front line as Russian forces press down from the north one of the three directions from which they have been attacking Ukraine's industrial Donbass region. The pro-Russian Donetsk People's Republic separatists said they were now in full control of it. The report added that Ukraine appeared to concede the capturing. Oleksiy Aristovich, advisor to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, appeared to confirm the fall of Lyman in an interview overnight and said the battle there showed that Moscow was improving its tactics. Aristovich said in a video posted on social media, and I quote, According to unverified data, we lost the town of Lyman. The Russian army, this must be verified, captured it, unquote. Together with Russian troops, separatist forces have, quote, liberated and taken full control of 220 settlements, including Krasny Liman, unquote. The breakaway region of Donetsk said on its Telegram channel, using an old name for the town. After being driven back from the capital Kyiv in March and from the outskirts of the second biggest city Kharkiv earlier this month, Russian forces are staging their strongest advance in weeks in the eastern Donbas region. Russian and Moscow-appointed officials in the southern region of Kherson, which is under full control of Russian troops, and in the southeastern region of Zaporizhia have said both regions could become a part of Russia. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.